Here at the Super Western Podcast, we don't like it when people talk trash about Western, but it's all right when we do it. I'm talking with John Telling, Director of Towins. John talks to me about his pre-owned recycling waste management business with around 135 staff. Towin takes Western's waste products and recycles a staggering 94% of everything that's brought in. John shares some of his interesting projects that Towins have been involved with, for example, helping clearing Marine Lake, supporting DIY SOS with a project on the Bourneville. He talks about some of the challenges that he faces as a business with the ever-changing laws around what can and what can't be recycled, and why Western is such a great place to live and work. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the We Are Super Western podcast, shining a light on all the reasons why Western is a super place to live, work and visit. Your host today is Becky Walsh, broadcaster, comedian, author and Western resident. Becky will be chatting with the inspirational people who have created successful businesses here in Western, people who have interesting and unique stories to tell, and those who are bringing excitement and intrigue to this fantastic seaside town through new projects, events and their food and drink. Enjoy the episode. I'm John Telling, and I'm a director of Towns, and we are a recycling and waste management business based here in Western. Now, I have to tell you this, your team are lovely, because I came in, this is the thing about driving a small car into a site like this, because you've got trucks coming at you, you've got things going on, and you're always, no matter what you do, you're going to be in the wrong place, which I clearly was. And the team out there are so friendly, so directing me to the right. In fact, I've spoken to half a dozen people just to get to be with you into this office. What a lovely bunch. Congratulations on your choices. Well, well, thanks. They, they're a fantastic uh, group of people. The vast majority of people have been working for us for a good 10 years, some as long as, as 30 years. And we, we, we feel we're a bit of a family here. So everyone comes to work for long enough during their lives. And, and people come here because they've got friends here and they, they enjoy it. And you've probably seen a couple of the dogs that we have running around. So it's a, it's a home for home for, for a lot of people. And you feel that the minute you walk in. So if I was coming here for a job interview, I would have gone, yes, I can see myself fitting in. It's that kind of, of, of environment. So tell us a little bit about it, how it started and, and why Western? Yeah, so the company was started by Andy Towns about 30 years ago. And he's been in the waste management business for well, probably 50 years now. And he's, he's retired about four or five years ago. And his son, Nick, and me, we are now taking the business forward to its next level of development. So what is waste management? Because, I mean, obviously, we're in a time where we think uh, very well, we hope we are thinking more about recycling and all of this stuff. So tell us a little bit about the day-to-day running and about waste management. Yeah, so our job is really to take everything that gets given to us as waste and try and do as much as possible with it that isn't wasteful. So what we do is we sort through everything that comes to us, either in a skip or on the back of a builder's lorry or in one of our own lorries. And we've got a whole processing facility behind us here that you probably park near that uh, has a whole load of machines and people and we separate everything down. So let's say you had a skip at home and you've cleared out your garage and there'll be wood in amongst that, there'll be plastic, there'll be metal, there'll be glass, there might be some you know, polystyrene, might be some... Um, plasterboard, all of that gets separated. And most of it we can either sell on or sometimes you have to give it away for free, but at least you can get it so it's reused. 
And we try and put as little as possible into landfill where it just sits there and, and, and rots down over hundreds of years. And we, we currently recycle just over 94% of everything that comes in. That's a huge yeah. amount. Congratulations. That's really, really good because I quite often, I mean, I'm a bit, I'm one of those people who I head it headfirst into a skip and see what sal, sal that's yeah. a word, salvageable. salvageable. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that'll hit the edit. Um, so yes, I'm quite often in there kind of going, oh, can I have that? Can I have this? Or just stealing, I think is the other word for it. Um, well, I like to think most of, it of Most of the things in this office are from other people's skips. So the filing cabinets, Whoa. the chairs you're sitting in, this desk, the, the, the stuff behind me. Yes, uh, That's great. And yeah. I also really like this is a beautiful wooden ornate looking kind of cabinet here that, to be honest... Needs some work. Needs some... <laughs> yeah, but that's what I love about things like this. It's things that do need work. I mean, I know that they call it shabby chic, but honestly, that's somebody's prize upcycling project mm. just there, isn't it? It's, it's one of those things... That's, I've been sitting there looking at it for a while, and uh, there's always something else that becomes a priority rather than getting around to sorting that out. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that with half of the furniture in my house. Um, so the business has really evolved, and it's been in growth for about 30 years. So, so how many staff have you currently got? So we've got about 135 at the moment, and that's a mixture of people who are driving lorries, and you probably see some of them going backwards and forwards. There's people who work in the office here. Um, there are people who are doing the actual sorting of the waste itself. And then we've got two other uh, branches as well. We've got one just outside of Bridgewater in Middlezoy, and then we've got another one up near Bath in Clutton. So yeah. doing similar sorts of things, but smaller scale. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. So, so yeah, it's really spread out and got lots of different pockets, mm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Great. So tell us some about some of the project that you've been involved with with Western as a town itself. Yeah, so for Western, we, we've done all, all sorts of things from last year, we helped the council by pulling the sluice gates out so they could empty the marine lake. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so so that, that was a good contract, uh, just for a couple of days to help them out because they were stuck. They were rusted, uh, rusted uh, stuck. So before they could then get in the big sucking machine, they had to take all the, the, the muck out. They needed to be able to get the water out. Um, we have done... Most of the local contractors, building contractors, use us to either take their rubbish away or they, they bring it to us. So pretty much anyone that's had a building contract on their house in Western has probably had the waste from it come to um, our site because we're right in the middle of town. So um, all, all the local people um, tend to use us. And the other thing that we do is some of the bigger projects. So we work on Hinkley Point. So most of the, the mixed waste comes to us into our Middlesoy uh, site. We, we do all the recycling uh, for them there. We've done some work at Gravity, which is hopefully going to be the big development uh, near Bridgewater as well. So lots and lots of uh, local buildings and schools and NHS facilities. Our, our, our skips are everywhere, our people are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've come across? Although Marine Lake sounds like a big one. <laughs> oh, those are fun. Those are <laughs> they're, 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 they're slightly different. They're, uh, different. The the biggest challenges are when the market shifts and you get changes in in how you're able to dispose of things. So, for example, uh, we went through a period where the the power stations that that used to take wood to fuel the, the power stations they had plenty because they they bought a whole load of it for Scandinavia during COVID and then didn't need any more. So we had huge piles of wood. And what what are you going to do with it? So you yeah. have to find other things to do with it. A, a recent thing is that the government's changed the legislation for how you recycle furniture. 
So all of the soft furnishings, like the cushions and things in, um, in, in sofas and chairs, they now can't be sent to landfill. So they have to be shredded up and taken to uh, specialist incineration facilities. So it's dealing with the shifts in how our market moves. Those, those are the biggest challenges. And always is uh, finding great people because you are only as good as having the right people. And, and for us, it's about finding people that will fit in with 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 our team i've said at the beginning because lots of people have been here for a while it, it, it's a culture that you have to be comfortable with rubbing in and uh, you know along with everyone and getting stuck in and helping out and and getting to know people and being you know it's noisy sometimes it's quiet sometimes but, but it's, it's not the same every day so you, you've got to want variety and want social engagement at work so it's, you've got to find people like that yeah, that's great because obviously, you know, you don't want somebody who's going, well, it's more than my job's worth. I'm not moving that over there. Well, that's not what I signed they, up for. They won't be happy here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah. I think, in every business, you really want people who have that level of, sort yeah. of the, what do they call it, the can-do attitude. Yeah. You know, every time yeah. I, I see that on a job description, I go, <laughs> Uh, it's, but, it's, um, it's just yeah. fu- it's choosing people with the right personality and the right mm. attitudes, and you can teach them everything Anything. they need to know. Yes, yeah. yes, that is a really good way of looking at employment because the people who have that attitude are happy to learn, mm. and the people who are stuck in their ways are never going to change. So, yeah, that's a very tricky yeah. one. So, have you got some fun projects in Western? You mentioned um, the fun project uh, of uh, Marine Lake, but other fun projects and things you've got involved with locally? Uh, so the Probably the, the most high-profile one is where we provided the waste management for DIY SOS, where they, they did a house on the Bourneville. And uh, as always, those are really sad stories from what's happened to the families and um, the situations they're in. But all of the, the contractors of you know, roofers and window guys and plasterers and painters and all the local contractors got involved. That was great fun to see our, our, our skips out there and to pop along and... Uh, See how it went at the end. It was, it was really nice. That's great. Yeah. And get your kind of logo on the telly. Yeah, a little, little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I know. I'm sure that they avoid doing that. But yeah. isn't it everyone involved with that show volunteers? It's also oh yeah, done it's, it's, it's all done for, for free. There's no there's no charge for it. So yeah. So, yeah. And what what else do you get involved with in the town? Um. So we we work with some of the local schools in terms of recruitment. Um. We have a, a whole variety of jobs. So we can have people who have. What I call very low academic qualifications. Um, we have roles roles for them, um, as well as people who've come from Western College who you know are you know smart engineers or, or whatever. Because we we have those types of um, opportunities as well. Um, and then it's things like the the beach rugby. We we get involved in the beach rugby, which is a a, a great fun day when the weather's nice. Funny enough, it's, it's nice today. But it's, <laughs> in fact, it's always nice and worse, isn't it? Yeah, we just we just keep saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always so, never windy, always nice, lovely, uh, lovely mm. weather here. Um, that that's great, and so it really gives people who are local opportunities to be able to stay here because there's always that idea of you go into education and then there isn't the jobs for you, so you have to move away to yeah. a bigger city or somewhere like that. So you're actually providing those opportunities for younger people. Yeah, which is a, a lot of our um, people cycle in. So they're they're, oh, no, they're no more than fifteen minutes or twenty minutes away cycling, and even the lorry drivers cycle in to get in their lorry, drive the lorry all day, cycle in again. <laughs> but that must be great because the last thing you want is to be stuck on the motorway in a car, and then you're stuck in a truck, or you know that's yeah, a exactly. really difficult thing. Yeah. So actually, in terms of your work life balance and your fitness and all of that, that's actually a mm. massive bonus. No, I, I think it's good, and Weston's actually I think it's a great place for for cycling because most of it's flat, but yeah. if you want to find a hill. 
there's plenty of hills. <laughs> yeah, and also if you if you're into kind of like um, some of the more kind of uh, bike cross, I wanted to call it motocross, but it isn't. But kind of you know your <laughs> showage MBX, mm. but you know mm. what I mean, like or BMX, and uh, and you you can do all of that stuff as well. So there's all of those things in the woods and different places to go yeah, to as well. Exactly. Great. And so that's some of the ways is that, that you've supported the local community. Is there anything else that you want to add to that? Um, not really in terms of, of the, the local community, but in terms of Western itself, I think it's, mm-hmm. it's a hugely underappreciated town mm-hmm. um, because it's got the most amazing natural beauty. You've got woods, you've got beaches, you've got walks, you've got the sea, you can see the Quantocks, you can see the Mendips, and you've got a mainline train station and you can be in and out of Bristol or Taunton or London or wherever you want to get to mm-hmm. really easily. It's just a, it's a super place to live. I mean, so, so I'm picking up, you don't have an accent. So where no. did you originally come from? <laughs> so I was born and grew up in Kongsbury, so j- just <laughs> down the road, yeah, not, not far away, and uh, left to go to university and then went to work in London, then went to work in America for a while, and then came back and worked in London, and I'm back back in the in the southwest again so we've got exactly the same history i did the same thing i was like so lived in western moved to london moved to san francisco then back to bristol then back to western how weird yeah, yeah, yeah. i love it when that happens um good so what is coming up for you as a business over the next year do you feel have you got some plans uh, we do so the biggest thing we've got going on at the moment is we just finished building a recycled aggregates plant in western Zoyland, which is near middle Zoy, just outside of uh, bridgewater and what that does is it takes uh, materials, predominantly soil, that would otherwise have gone into a landfill, and it separates it through a whole variety of processes into sand and stone. So it's recycled sand and recycled stone. And it's, it's a, it's an, we're really pleased with the way it's come out. So the quality of those materials is fantastic. So what that means is that anyone who wants not to use brand new virgin materials from a quarry, for example, they can get locally produced recycled sand and, and, and stone for their construction projects and they can come get it from us. So is this kind of like a machine that breaks it all down and then kind of like a massive sieve? Like this it's, is what I'm imagining. It, it, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so what it does is it, first of all, you, you pour all the soil in, in, in one end and it, it shakes it all, all up a bit to sort of separate it. Then it goes through a washing process to take the sand out and then the, the stones go through various screeners of different sizes. So different sized stones mm. pop out and get stuck into chutes uh, down, down the end. And then the last bit, it ends up in the clay because soil is clay plus stone plus sand and water. That's, that's yeah. what it is. And it's a closed loop system. So all the water just goes round and round in, in, in the plant. This is, sounds fantastic. Mm. What, a, what a cool thing to be part <laughs> of. I love that. And especially as well because... You know, when I think about places like Cheddar and, and um, you quite often hear those booms and finding yep. the rock. So it just means that perhaps we don't need to delve into the earth and some of our natural beauty sites to be able that, to, to that, use this. That is, that is true. And more and more construction projects are requiring a percentage of recycled uh, materials in them. So mm-hmm. we're able to help people achieve the, uh, uh, the percentages that they're looking for. Great. And what do you think for Western in terms of its key economic opportunities in the next five years, if that's not too tough a question? Well, it's, it's a big question. I and uh, I think that, that there's huge opportunities that will be coming, not, I mean, not from just from the continued um, economic activity of places like Hinkley and like, uh, like Gravity. It's because I think Western itself, it's still a relatively inexpensive place to be and to live. So for people who 
maybe have moved from London or moved from Bristol, they can get fabulous places to live in Western. All the things I just described, the fresh air and the, and, and the, the great schools, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think Western needs to really capitalize on it being a fabulous place to live in and work in mm-hmm. as well as to come and visit. And I think if it can tip the balance from being we're a seaside tourist town to being in we're a place where people love to live and love to work, yeah. that's what it's got to try and do. Yeah, and and I think that we can really clearly see this from all of these interviews with our podcast. This is the story that is being echoed, is actually how brilliant it is. I mean, I have a little outside office in my garden, so I'm out in the garden with like lots of fruit trees and nice things. And then I actually took up running when I, well, I say slow running, when I moved to Western because it felt rude not to because mm. it's all flat. You know, it's like, yeah. well, I'll... I've got no excuses now, you know, so it uh, gave me the opportunity to be able to get a little bit fitter. So that's good. So talking of Western, what are maybe the odd, interesting fact that you know about Western that other people don't? Ah, well, this probably going back very many years, I, I'm thinking probably 45 years ago, not making any comment on how old I am, but anyway. Um, you when have I was, hair. When you I, look young, it's correct. fine. When I was living in Kongsbury, uh, Somerset Cricket Club used to come to Western for a little annual festival and they used to play games there. And that was in the days when you had Ian Botham and Joel Garner and Viv Richards playing for them. And used to play in Clarence Park. And literally, it was the tiniest ground and you just sit by the rope and these global superstars of cricket would be just there signing autographs. But And, it, and they were, you know, Joel Garner was about 18 foot tall, you know, <laughs> complete monsters of, of, of the game. But uh, wow. I'll never forget taking the bus into Western, walking down to Clarence Park, and uh, as, as, it was a fabulous experience. That is unbelievable. Yeah. And I see quite a lot of um, uh, different groups go down to Clarence Park and play cricket, and I bet they have absolutely no idea of the history of that. Maybe not. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to start running up to people and telling them whilst trying to get my dog to uh, leave them alone. Um, and what are your favourite places to eat and, and drink in Western? Where do you like hanging out? Um, so I'm lucky enough to live up on the, the hillside on, on South Road. So um, with a great view of the beach and the bay and everything. And um, the answer is going to be places I can walk to. <laughs> so straight down the hill, I think the best pub is the Criterion down the, down the yeah. bottom of the hill there. And then just past that is Michelangelo's, which is super Italian. If you fancy something different, walk into town and go to Dimitri's for a bit of Greek. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are my favorite places. Great going down, but then you've got to walk back uphill again afterwards. I used and, to live uh, on Atlantic Road. I feel your pain. <laughs> no, I don't mind so much. My wife doesn't love it, particularly if she's got heels that aren't suitable for the job. Oh, no, that's impossible. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, rollerblades on the way down and flats on the way up. That, that's a mad thing to do. Um, and so what do you do for fun when you're not working and going to lovely places to eat? Um, so uh, I'm a bit of a gym freak, actually. So uh, Nuffield is, you can't walk directly across to it but it's only about 80 yards away from here yeah um so the train tracks in the middle but uh i'm a get up early and go sort of person so i do 6 30 in the morning classes and things okay um and then weekends a bit of cycling or a bit of golf for yeah, yeah, yeah just, just the, the to, unwind I, stuff. I, I like to i like to keep things going i'm not a runner like you yeah i, I I've never really enjoyed running, but uh, yeah. I, I like cycling. I go yeah. slowly. I mean, I can't, I'm overtaken quite often yeah. so, by people walking. Yeah. Um, so uh, tell us about a favourite shop in Western, if you've got one. 
Well, I always give people directions to find us here, saying we're, we're behind Waitrose. So Waitrose is, is where I'll, I'll go typically. To... <laughs> and you're kind of not, just so, just yeah. so that, you know, you're more near the post office. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. well, I say the post office, <laughs> but, you know, the, the main place is where you go when you weren't at home for your parcels, yeah. that one. Or, or depending on what the day's been like, obviously yeah. Majestic is right behind Waitrose as well. So <laughs> two good places nearby. <laughs> I start the gym in the morning and Majestic <laughs> in the evening. It sounds, sounds very grand, doesn't it? Um, and we talked a little bit about uh, the fact that you think that Western is quite underrated. But what do you think is the most underrated thing that you know about? You get it and you love it and maybe other people don't don't see it or realise. Uh, I think it's the natural beauty of the place. Mm-hmm. It, Western has the reputation of it's Western super mud. But actually, that the, the way the tide comes in and out is part of the attraction because it's yeah. never the same. Yeah. So you know, when it's in, it looks like it's the south of France. And when it's out, it looks like a, a, an, es- Desert. an estuary, whoever. <laughs> uh, and the fun thing, of course, is, is watching people of uh, uh, less judgment wandering out and uh, thinking, oh, my goodness, what am I doing up to my knees in, in, the, uh, in the slightly muddier bits? But uh, thankfully, the, uh, the lifeboat guys are pretty good at yanking them out. Oh, <laughs> I know. And you just think, no, don't do it. And the amount of times school parties have done it and you think the sign's there. Yeah. And it's more about the fact that we've got the second fastest tide in the world. So it's more you can't outwalk the tide in the mud on the way back. If you do it at a different point in time, it's not so bad. It's did, you, did you see the car get stuck a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah. And this happens yeah. quite a lot. But yes, I did. Well, why and would it was you, a really posh, nice car as why well. Why would you drive your car into the sea there or towards? the sea that's like doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> and so uh final question you'll be pleased to know uh where can people find out more about talents because that's a oh, that's question. easy um website's best it it shows all the people in the uh in the business it shows the dogs that work here or, <laughs> well, i think they probably do work they, they sleep most of the oh, time they definitely do they are yeah. meet and greet yeah exactly yes, yeah they're, they're part of the, the welcome they uh, are the welcome have, committee yeah. i was exactly. very happy about that yeah yeah, yeah. and um uh, just come by one day if you want to. You know, come, come by and have a look and see how we recycle things because um, waste doesn't get wasted around here. I love that. Thank <laughs> you so much. And for all the hard work you do, really lovely to have you on Super Western Podcast. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to the Super Western Podcast. Let us know what you think about the conversation and some of the topics we've covered here today over on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. All of that information's in our show notes below. We would love to hear from you. If you want to hear more about the super people working and living here in Western, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can do that over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen. Whilst you're there, please leave us a review. It really helps other people find this podcast and help us share the word about how amazing Western really is. And you can keep up to date about the amazing transformations taking place in Western over on superwestern.net. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook. We hope to see you in Super Western soon.